0: Welcome back to Memory Jogger on the Rediscover the 80s podcast. You've got Jason here, and I'm always joined by Wyatt. I am here. Thanks for listening to us for another episode of Memory Jogger. How are you doing, Jason? Doing pretty well. It's all officially. Uh, not so much in uh, weather here. It's still kind of hot today, but I am so excited for fall to be here. I don't know about you.
1: I am. It's actually been pleasant I like driving with the windows down. My oldest now enjoys it. Uh, in the <laughs> last few weeks, he's been kind of acting like uh, I can't remember the. I think it's a movie, but anyway, he's acting just like the dog. You know, he takes his head out the window and just enjoys it.
0: <laughs> we all did, you know, back in the day. Yeah, so he was sucking loving some it. air. Yeah. Yep yeah even now my daughter and uh some of her friends my wife tells me on the way home from school they always go to uh put the windows down but she's got the little lock so they can't do it and every once in a while somebody will try to reach up beside her and hit that button to unlock the windows so they can put them down so yeah that was always the the thing to do well back in the day you know even my dad hated running the AC unless he had to, so it was all about the windows and those little triangular shaped windows that vehicles used to. Have. Well, Big Red probably still has, you know, yep. on the doors. Trop those babies open. Heck
1: yeah, you know. People will argue and complain about you know non AC vehicles, and that truck, my Turismo, and that '55 Ford Fairlane I had for a little bit. <laughs> they used to have vents built in i call it into the dash in somewhere somewhere
2: mm-hmm.
1: and what i liked about the older cars so my 55 and this 78 truck like jason said you had those little triangle vent windows and you could aim <laughs> it almost right at your face so it was right, great yeah. the downside was if it was raining and you still want to air circulate you're kind of combating the rain coming in. I've done that a few
2: times. (laughs) Yeah.
1: But what I've also liked is, especially on the truck in my, my uh, 55 Fairlane, it had floor vents. So there was a little pull bar essentially that opened a door and it drew in from probably the fender, the direct air. So the faster you went, obviously the faster the air pulled in. (laughs) But Turismo had what looked like should have been AC dash vents but they were just a little tiny left and right lever that opened a small door just underneath the hood. And that hmm. was your vent. And it didn't work as great until you popped the sunroof a little bit, man. I could, if, again, going 55, 60, <laughs> it felt awesome. You're cruising around town at 30. doesn't matter if that sunroof is open or not. Yeah. It doesn't really matter much. So yeah, I, Interstate I missed
0: AC. That. That's yeah.
1: what it was. <laughs> we, we jokingly call it three window AC. if Three yeah. window if you have the slide rear window. So,
0: yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we were heading up the highway today to do some thrifting. And we we started out, actually, with the windows down a little bit. But, uh, no, they were up and the AC was on, you know, by the time we got there. <laughs> but, yeah, it was fun today. You know, today, this weekend, as we're recording, it was RetroCon. I was going through some withdrawals, man. Mm-hmm.
1: And, I looked uh, at it last night going, because we were, <laughs> today was kids' birthdays. We had two today, uh-huh. and then we have one tomorrow, and we're kind of, my wife and I trying to gotta sort of get a game plan going on for today. I'm like, oh, this is RetroCon weekend.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I schmoozed my wife into uh, heading up to... Opelika, Alabama, which is about 45 minutes or an hour away and do some thrifting that some places we had never been to before and lightning struck twice, man. I just three weeks ago found a Holy grail item that hot wheels still and go service center that I had as a kid. I found one dirt cheap. I think it was $2 and 88 cents. The stickers were junk and I ended up getting new stickers and replacing the little stands in the back. And uh, so I, I ended up putting about, I don't know, 30 bucks into it, I think, 25 or 30 bucks mm. to get it to uh, where it is now. Today, uh, I'm, I'm digging through something. The wife looks up, and she's like, isn't that one of your garages up there? And I look up, and there's another one. And it's the city. It's the Hot Wheels City. Nice. So... Uh, <laughs> I snagged that for 25 today and the stickers on that are a little bit worn, but still in pretty good shape. And once I get it of a good, you know, give it a good cleanup, I'm going to have three garages Now the two that I've found in the last few weeks, and then the one that I bought at target, that's the reproduction of the old one. So I need like a multi-tiered, you know, like little display to put them all together and have like a, uh and go i don't know wall
1: that would be clever you know there's well think about it there um, i feel like i'm advertising but there's a uh, a gentleman we know on our mask community who has been going over and above making custom mask toys mm-hmm. and he's built himself a multi-level boulder hill trying yeah. to right. make it resemble what we believe or perceive is in the cartoon because yeah. you know you have the you have that uh, I call it the Voltron room where it kind of elevates the table to get the mass. So he has right. that. He has it all set up, and he's gone way out of his way to make this all <laughs> elaborate. It's so awesome. He's made his own transport plane. He's made the shark mobile, and it's yeah, yeah, awesome. What he's done. I know done. you're
0: talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty um, cool.
1: And I'm thinking something similar for you you could have a multi-tiered almost like the uh the old uh railroad train model sets where you could kind of model right, it up right.
0: tiered out the only bad thing is these old ones the ramps and stuff for them you can't connect with like the orange track this new one I can so i could put that on top and still run like orange track down to the next nice. level but uh they're not set up they used to hot wheels used to do tracks on the wall too which were pretty cool so yeah, it'd have to be something like that to yeah <laughs> anyway uh my my uh, first world problems here That's it. <laughs> but i'm very grateful to find that and i just love thrift store uh shopping and really brings the nostalgia back when you find something like that and you get really excited and people you know two booths away are looking down why is this guy gasping you know what what did he find like you know like a hundred dollar bill on the floor or something you know whatever but i get so excited over stuff like that anyway i also get excited for feedback from our listeners and uh, we're going to play a little bit of catch up here why it uh has a couple pieces of feedback. I also have a piece of feedback that was sent directly to me from this last episode, but uh, won't you hit us with what you have over there, right?
1: So we got a tweet from N Logan concerning our PSA memory jogger. Uh huh. And he writes, we had our own version of Mad Max knockoff in Utah for the don't waste Utah campaign in huh. the late eighties and early nineties. and, I, he sent me a picture, a link here, and it's, it's on YouTube. It ran for eight years with nine television commercials from, looks like, 1989 to 1997. And the one guy, it looks like classic, like, biker, kind of uh-huh. mullet-looking with sunglasses. <laughs> and he's looking at a guy that, he's not highwayman, but the, oh, the, yeah. the hair kind
0: of resembles it could be him. Oh, nice. There you go. Um, highwayman.
1: Yeah, but I mean... I haven't played the video yet, but it looks like it's a cool thing. It looks like a desert. Well, Utah is probably most Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, like a Mad Max setting, post-apocalyptic. Don't waste Utah, or it's going to be a bunch of bikers in the desert.
1: Yeah, really. (laughs) And then we had another one that came in from, I believe it's the same, Karen, the handle is Karen Flieger 8. Mm -hmm. She goes by Dolls. Uh Uh-huh says hey infamous wb i just listened to the latest memory jogger which was on our uh, looks like our television shows and mm-hmm. she doesn't specify it and it's an insert from another kind of a carryover from 80s then 80s now and it's one of my favorite shows my two dads uh, so, yes. and it has all of them it has the trio from probably the label or something and then it has a three inserts of what appear to be the latest or most recent photos of Stacey Keenan, <laughs> Paul Riser, and Greg Evgen. And, Fun. and it's funny because I've I've been following BJ and the bear, and that's where I've seen Greg before. And I could never place Greg. Oh, yeah. For the life of me, I could not place Greg, but I'm like, I know this guy. Even when I was watching BJ My Two Dads, I'm like, I can place this guy. I just can't remember where he's at. And he was BJ. He yep. was the guy driving yep. the big truck. And then there's a guy who's um, actually replicated that truck, like the Look whole line. truck and trailer too. And he's, I think Greg went to a show or something and uh, Greg has either signed it or at least sat in it or took a picture with him, something to that effect.
0: Huh. Interesting. So, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I'm trying to remember which episode that was that, well, it's been multiple episodes that you've brought up Stacey Keenan, but... <laughs>
1: probably almost like every third or fourth
2: but yeah Yeah, it was there
0: was was one recently i can't remember that she probably uh uh had remembered and and wanted to reach out with that
1: (laughs) that's probably yeah we've probably mentioned it i'm i'm scrolling up just a quick second to see if i remember which one movies that never get old no i don't know
0: yeah it was uh, something i think it was kind of came off the cuff
1: it did it did
0: but uh yeah karen um she also messaged me over there on slack with the retro network uh, where we're friends and uh she was responding to the grandparents show and she said uh listen to the grandparents show this morning and when wyatt mentioned pizza den it all came back oh yeah i think it was also the one where you guys talk about the birch beer too so yeah that was uh Remember, she was talking about the forgotten foods, and we had talked about that, uh, eating at Fox's Pizza and drinking yep. birch beer and all that stuff uh in that episode. She said, uh, my grandfather did a lot of woodworking and she sent me a picture of a cabinet. This is the cabinet he made for my cabbage patch kid outfits. <laughs> so he and she also said, uh, my grandmother used to cut grilled cheese sandwiches in triangles and arrange the slices to look like butterflies. And they were always served with bread and butter pickles. So that was a little uh, trait of her grandparents there. She had a woodworker with her grandfather, made her a place for her garbage patch kids clothes. Nice. And uh, yeah, see the grandmothers, they always had something special like that to to do for you, or, you know, even just arranging the food itself. My gram, I don't think I mentioned this, but... um, She would always make me bologna sandwiches, but she used butter on one of the slices of bread and I think ketchup on the other. It was the weirdest concoction. It seemed to work, and I didn't really care because I love bologna sandwiches. But yeah, that was something that I think she only did was use butter on sandwiches. So
1: my dad was the same way. when it Was he? Okay. Maybe it's a PA thing. It must be a PA thing, but it was never on like a bologna sandwich or anything it was for breakfast sandwiches and i've never paid attention to him till it's been a few years ago mm-hmm. part of a men's group they were cooking up all the breakfast and they were specifically making breakfast sandwiches this time and he's buttering these biscuits like like they needed an oil change i mean they were just <laughs> they were going like half a slab or something he, i'm like wow no wonder their pa has some coronaries going on but um, I, mean, I, I never thought of butter. You know, I, I uh-huh. thought of, you know, just straight out egg, cheese, maybe bacon or sausage. And you call it good. Our, it, I'm sorry for the tangent, guys. <laughs> Our McDonald's, I think, is the only one that was ever unique. The Egg McMuffin actually had a sauce on it. I don't know if you recall this. I don't know if you had it. But they had what I believe was Miracle Whip. In C- Clearfield? Yes and i did i noticed when i got out to my first duty assignment there was a little concession stand that we would go out and get a breakfast sandwich every now and then and i went there and i'm like there's no sauce (laughs) completely felt odd there's no nothing in there so uh, the next like i don't know week or two we were out there and i knew we had miracle whip in the fridge there i went and grabbed it you know and poured some on and they're like dude that is so wrong i'm like <laughs> this is what an egg mcmuffin is and everybody's like no egg mcmuffins don't have anything on them. i'm like okay mine was the only one that i don't
0: remember that at all yeah. I, I didn't eat a lot of egg mcmuffins i was always you know sausage or bacon or
1: well i didn't re- eat that many as well but that stands out like like yesterday that hmm. that that was a part of the like uniqueness of at least our clearfield unless i was i found the guy that was trying to poison me i don't know
0: but... <laughs> interesting yeah. all right well uh we will uh i guess get on with the show if you don't mind
1: no let's go and one thing i did see uh-huh. uh, a couple pictures posted from uh, a friend of ours uh lamar the revenger oh yes retrocon and i'm like i already Comment saying so missing retrocon this year it's, <laughs> yeah it's just four pictures he had they have the cobra throne standing there with two huge oh, yes. large snakes yep. there
0: I did see that yeah I saw some of his, his pictures on Facebook and yep. I saw they had a uh, setup there for Star Wars and they had the ig88 robot in the background there the one that's in the Mandalorian so, yeah, oh, just so missing. And they sold out for, <laughs> for Cybertronic sure Spree. I would imagine so. I mean, it's not a large place, but I don't think that place has ever not been sold out. True. Uh, for probably that hasn't. concert. Yeah. So much fun. All right, let's yeah, let's <laughs> let's talk on. about something else or we'll be here all, all night, night reminiscing about Retrocon again. That, that's a couple shows back in the feed, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> at least three. <laughs>
0: All right, we have uh, got our randomizer ready here, and we're going to crank out another mystery topic here, and uh, we'll see what we can do with our uh, our memories, see if we can jog them tonight. Yeah. So, all right, you ready? All right, well, let's go. Star Wars. Ooh, we might be here a while. <laughs> Speaking this of be, Star Wars, yeah. this will
1: be all yours, pretty
0: much. <laughs> Well, you—I mean—in the last what couple years, have finally seen g- it caught up with the rest of us.
1: Yeah, I did. I remember the first time I seen it, and I don't know who took me. I don't think it was any of my parents. I think it was a relative of some sort. Mm-hmm. But I went to go see what's the—is it the fourth episode? Is it really like the four, starting yeah, one?
0: four is number one. So yeah, yeah, A New so Hope the- Star Wars is the one that came out in nineteen seventy-seven.
1: And I remember going to see it at the Ritz right-hand side theater. That's all I remember about really? the whole thing. Okay. Because uh, Ritz, I'm sorry, the Ritz little movie theater that we reference uh-huh. sometimes, it was a two-room movie theater, left and right. I don't think I've only went to the left side once or twice. The right <laughs> one was always where we ended up going. At least yeah. any movie I went there to see.
0: Oh, gosh, I don't remember any difference really between the right and the left and what they showed, but... It must have been maybe a re-release or something. If you saw it there, I know you're a little bit older than me, but still, you'd have been no, it, only. A it it few would have years been old.
1: Yes, I would have been, like that, probably a few years old. And I don't know why or who took me, but it was a big to do. But again, that's all I remember about <laughs> it. Now, present day, I've done some hit or miss in, I guess, the years. But again, it's I catch like a few. 30 minutes here and there. Mm-hmm. I never really sit down and watch one through until uh, I think about four years ago, we started going through the whole. the Yeah. Whole so series what was...
0: motiv- motivated you to uh, finally get started and get going through Star Wars?
1: Really my, my oldest son, uh, uh-huh. Julie Lurley likes it as well. My wife, yeah, I guess it's only been two years ago now, uh, whenever COVID crap hit, that's when we started watching mm-hmm. more movies. Mm-hmm. So, we got into this phase we just go through the series of stuff. So we went through, I think we kicked it off with star Wars and just went from what was supposed to be the first episode, episode one transition. We did watch the old ones so that he mm-hmm. knew what to expect. We tried so to go in the chronological
0: gaps. order. essentially. Correct. I right. got you. Okay.
1: And then we've gone through the newer sets of what they, you know, all the latest movies. Mm-hmm. And it's not as bad as I remember from a few years ago but it's still about the same uh synopsis for me i mean it's it's implied in the name right star wars there's -hmm. more battles going on there isn't as much drama Mm -hmm. uh, or or anything like that there is some drama don't get me wrong but it's not it seems that the focus is more on the battles Mm
0: -hmm. where
1: uh, this is where i split hairs with star trek you know i liked star trek because you're adventuring you're finding new words like they say in the intro and there's a few battles you get the klingons and the whole nine Mm -hmm. every now and then but it's not it's not the primary focus of that episode right and that's why i've fallen more more into the truck, train versus the wars how about you do you remember your first love first time you've seen it
0: i i do yeah it's interesting because you know star trek started out as a television show and how much more can you do with many, many, many episodes of a television show versus trying to make movies, you know, which are an hour and a half or two hours long. Right. You only get that much of the content where you can really, really go out and build your, build your world. You build your universe, whatever you want to call it with the you know the star trek going back to the 60s and then they had their run of movies i think the first one came out in 78 or 79 something like that yeah and then uh, many movies throughout the 80s and then the new next generation came along and how much more content you know right they pour in with the next generation that there
1: was ds9 i mean just kept going yeah
0: right and now finally star wars has, has gotten into that more and now it's all about the TV shows. It's interesting how those have kind of flipped and star Trek. I mean, still is going strong, still doing television shows. You got that Picard show on, I think it's on paramount and then all of the other newer iterations of, of star Trek. Did I say star Wars, (laughs) star Trek anyway? So yes, they're still doing the, mainly the TV and streaming thing, but star Wars. Yeah. It was just different. I, I, Did not see any of the original three movies in the theater. So Star Wars came out in 77, Empire Strikes Back was 80, and I think Return of the Jedi was 83. My first encounter with Star Wars, I believe, was as a VHS rental. Uh, when we were in Kerwinsville, and it was, you know, probably my birthday or something where we rented the VCR and the movies. <laughs> and I believe it was Star Wars and Back to the Future that I picked, uh, in, in the instance that I can remember, but I'm pretty sure I rented Star Wars a couple times. But yeah, that's the first time that I really experienced the movie. And it's like, because they had all those action figures. Kenner put out all those action figures and play sets uh, throughout the early eighties, hugely popular really is the, the franchise or the property that created that three and three quarter size between that and the popularity of GI Joe a little bit later, more with posability with those figures. But those Kenner Star Wars figures were just really what launched that size figure and never had any of those growing up. I remember going over, my parents had like a dinner party at uh, some friends of theirs house. And so I'm I'm dating myself here. So, you know, (laughs) back when uh, you had company, you know, company came over and you had a dinner, the parents, you know, ate dinner and, uh, the kids would go down to the basement or someplace and play. And I didn't, I can't even remember who they were, what their names were. But I remember going down to the basement to their playroom and they had the Death Star playset, which was multi layers. It was like three layers of play and little sliding doors. And I think there was a jail and all kinds of stuff. And I was just enamored with it because I had, I didn't know what it was. Uh, so then I later, um, after I think I'd watched Star Wars, I caught Empire Strikes Back at another friend's house, like a VHS copy, and watched that. And then, gosh, that trilogy played like on USA Network all throughout the 90s. Like, I don't know. It seemed like every other weekend they were doing a Star Wars marathon on like USA Network or TBS or TNT. Just played it to death. And I, every anytime I got, you know, was flipping channels and got into it, I was watching. So I really became a star Wars fan late and didn't have any of the, the merchandise or anything around my peers, you know, age as kids who had, you know, they had, I, I have uh, one of the figure holders that looks like Darth Vader. They made a couple of them. I think C3PO was one. It's just their heads that kind of flip open and you store your action figures in there. Right. I found uh, it. I might've been at RetroCon. I can't remember. I found a uh, Darth Vader uh, helmet that holds your figures and I bought it for like three or four bucks, cleaned it up. And uh, I just never had anything to do with that. So it's interesting as much as a star Wars fan than I am now, and looking back, I had nothing as a kid. Were you aware at all of Star Wars? Do you remember other than, you know, an early memory of going to see the movie? But anything around that, uh, some of the later movies or renting them or the, no, the toys?
1: No, I, I know the toys existed because I remember seeing them in the stores, but I don't, I just never, I guess, was in, in thrilled about them. I mean, I didn't ask for them. Mm-hmm. I knew that there was, Other movies that had come out uh because friends were always hyping about it but that's about where it stopped and even star trek really i didn't catch on this trek until i was maybe in my early teens Mm -hmm. and that was brought on by my uncle he was a big trekkie fan the problem was he didn't he couldn't watch it very often again aerial tv not not cable or anything out in the boonies so you know he would rent the movies every now and then and of course he'd have to rent the vcr as well and <laughs> that's how i learned about star trek is uh-huh. watching the movies not the shows it, yeah. it's it was geez in my early 20s before i really got into the shows even you know the the new generation next generation that came out uh-huh. i've watched it all in rerun i haven't i've never seen it like you know when it ever had aired yeah so again star wars really was non-existent for me and I, but i know that especially through school you know uh, you hear people talking about the empire strikes back or or mm-hmm. something that's come out on the movie and uh, probably probably you the twins and tom and whomever else in the, in the lunch table were all about it And me yeah. i'm like yeah uh, <laughs> you know what i'm gonna go wax my car today well I was too, young for <laughs> that. too young for that but Whatever. Yeah.
0: I, I, I remember, I, I, I don't remember which kid it was. Somebody had those lightsabers that were plastic. And when you swung them in outside, it like made a whistling sound. I remember Hell things yeah. like that. But yeah, I really wasn't in tune to the merchandise. And I know it was merchandise to death. Good looking back now and, you know, even uh, records, uh, I love to collect vinyl and they put this album out it's called the story of star wars it was i uh, just maybe a, a year or maybe the same year it was released with the actors and basically telling the story of star wars that you could listen to in your house because at that time you had tv and that was it you didn't have vcr's to record you didn't have movie rental stores to go watch the movie again you either saw it in the theater or you had something like that, something supplemental to relive it again. Uh, the comic books, they, there was a string of comic books that was, some of them adapted the movies, but most of the time they were new stories. But it kept you kind of in that world. And uh, yeah, that, all that stuff just kind of missed me until about, you know, mid 80s. When I really became aware, I remember watching like on Saturday mornings, they had the droids and they had the Ewoks cartoons. I remember that. I, I loved the Ewoks. Mm-hmm. Just Return of the Jedi was so much fun to me and, and those little fuzzy characters. I loved them so much. But yeah, it's it just kind of grew over time. And then in the 90s, when we learned that George Lucas was going to make the prequels episodes one, two, and three, it was like, wow. And that was early internet stages when that news kind of broke. And back then trying to watch a trailer was like waiting for paint to dry, you know, on yeah. the yep, wall, yep, yep. trying to download files to, to even watch trailers or, or anything uh, it was internet was such an in its infancy but i just remember thinking oh that's so cool i i hope he i hope he stays alive long enough to kind of complete the story and do those first three uh movies because it had been you know uh i think phantom menace came out in 1999 98 or 99 it was late right. 90s and the other ones came along you know a couple years after that it wasn't too long of a wait to get the other ones but uh yeah i remember that it was in when i was in college and i saw phantom mess when uh it was me and my roommate maybe one other person uh went out and saw it in the theater and it was interesting it was not really what i was expecting i don't know i'm not sure if it was really what anything anybody else was expecting you know darth vader as a kid
2: Mm -hmm. and
0: it was fun to i had fun with i remember you know the pod races and all that that was really fun and darth maul and we get to see a young obi-wan kenobi uh you know battle it out there at the end that was all great and going back now like the the prequels had been crapped on for many 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 years and now that star wars is really dove into that world with like the clone wars animated series i don't know if you've watched any of that
1: no i haven't Um, watched anything other than the movies
0: i've got a lot more respect for the prequels and and those worlds that were created after watching like the clone wars and uh, those newer shows Uh, even rebels is another one another animated show that's really good um, but yeah, it's it really changed my perspective on on the prequels and appreciated them a little bit more than what the general population uh, had been for years. But you know, now and then was really excited when uh, the I guess what I I don't know what they're calling like the legacy stories. Mm-hmm. You know, the seven, eight, and nine with Ray and Finn and uh, Poe i really loved the first one um i went back to the theater to see that i think two or three times and then uh, last jedi it that one really didn't connect too well with me the last one was okay that people are crapping on those i think more than they are the prequels now <laughs> but uh, you know it's fun to see the older characters come back you've got to see han solo and leia and Chewie and It was neat to uh, and Luke, obviously, um, to see, you know, see them 30 years later. Right. You know, are the stories the strongest? Maybe not, you know, after 30 years. But gosh, we just I loved those characters so much. And to see them back, it was, uh, you know, I had to see them in the theater and it's been fun. I don't know. What have you thought now? I guess that you've watched. Have you watched all nine of the movies?
1: I believe I have, I think I've watched them all. They were actually pretty impressive. I, I like I said, I was going into it initially with the idea that okay, this is Star Wars. It's not definitely not Star Trek, but I gotta give it a fair shake and it wasn't too bad. Uh the the forgive me the name, the one you mentioned for, for ninety nine.
0: Phantom Menace. Yeah. yeah,
1: where they introduced kind of like they went back in time so they they right uh, it was fascinating to see the build and how young darth vader and and how it structures everything so it, to me right. that helped i like uh, if anybody's followed us i prefer to know the beginning stories uh i like finding out where the where the foundation of the story is
2: mm-hmm.
1: it was fascinating to watch it all and get it to Go there and
2: now. And then the, the latest
1: ones. Uh, What's uh-huh. the latest one we've watched? I think it's the one with uh, the new little robot. I'm sorry, I, I'm <laughs> terrible with names of movies. I should. Well, they old,
0: but... <laughs> they've rebooted several different robots. But you got BB-8 that BB-8, started out in the the Force Awakens, and then I think it's Do is the other one that's green and white. He's got the large like wheel looking thing. He was in the I think the the last one, Rise um, of Skywalker.
1: I don't know that we. Is the Rise of Skywalker the the one with uh, everybody comes comes in, uh, the old cast? I mean.
0: Well, that that started with the Force Awakens with Han I think that's Solo. The la- and...
1: I think that's the last I saw. Is the, okay. The Force Awakens. Okay.
0: So, but anyway, yeah. So those. Those movies I've enjoyed for what they're worth. Um, they're not my favorites. I still like the original trilogy. Have You You have not seen, I'd take it, uh, the movie Rogue One, which is kind of shoehorned in around the like number three and number four movies. No. Okay. That's one I would recommend you go watch. They just started a new series called Andor, which is based on a character from that movie. And that movie is kind of a, how did they get the death star plans to begin with before, you know, Luke even tried to take the death star down. And it's this group of uh, rebels that uh, go after the death star plans. And it's a real fun movie. It's a lot of action, but like when I'm watching the movies now, if I'm watching one, two and three, I'll watch rogue one after three and then Rogue One naturally fits right into the original Star Wars number four uh, with the the ending. So it's, it's really neat what they did with that one. And I really enjoy that one. I just watched it the other night after watching the first three episodes of Andor. But the big one really now is the Mandalorian. Have you watched any of the Mandalorian series?
1: I don't believe so.
0: With Baby Yoda. <laughs> Yeah, um, oh,
1: yes, yes. I have seen that. I have seen the Baby Yoda um, movie. Well, it's, it's the it's first, a, the first one, whatever he appears. Yeah. In.
0: So there's the there's it's a TV series. It's a streaming series. Oh so no,
1: not the TV series. I haven't watched.
0: It's uh, I think they are about eight or nine episodes, and they've done two seasons of the Mandalorian, and a sort of in between season with Boba Fett. And those those worlds, I can't remember what the time frame is of uh, the movies, but th- that has been a really, really cool series. I've enjoyed that from day one and how they are still finding new worlds, but also bringing the legacy characters back in. Well, I I'm, won't I'm say characters, I would say like, cultures and planets that we know you know that they visit and and things like that people uh types of people that we know from the star wars uh that's been a really really fun series i think season three is coming out end of the year maybe or maybe early next year but around the, all the bounty hunters and, and kind of the building off the boba uh not, well boba fett and uh job of the hut that whole cartel it's been really neat to go through that part of star wars uh, in more you know like recent years i could talk about star wars you know until the cows come home uh and i know you haven't grasped a lot of content from there but um i don't know there's just something about it and I, i really didn't anticipate this being kind of a star wars versus star trek thing it it started out that way but i think it's cool to Experienced them both because just like last year, I finally went and sat down once they were on one of the streaming services. And me and my oldest watched all of the movies in succession. So, starting with the motion picture and Wrathicon and Search for Spock, I'm trying to remember all the names, but I think they did six or seven with the what I would call the 60s cast you know, William Shatner and yes. Leonard Nimoy and bones. I love bones, but those movies were fun to finally experience. Cause I hadn't, I don't think I had seen them all like that before I'd seen some of them. I've seen, I had seen wrath of Khan. I know, but uh, I just never had got myself into that world. And I like it how they're, they're really technical with how they run the ship and the, Procedures and all that—it's more military-like, you know. And it, I guess it should be since you know it's like space exploration, and they're you're, they're going out there and uh, trying to find the final frontier, if you right, will. Right. And Star Wars is just more—it's more drama. It's more of a saga, more almost a, a space soap opera at times. So I it, guess they that they're very you know. different. I mean, there's I think there's elements in both, but. For the, I, I, th- I think it's very interesting how Star Trek has, it, it feels different when I'm watching those movies versus Star Wars.
1: And I can see that, like we've turned it into a mix of the episodes because there's there's some people that are flat out, I'm, a, I'm only a Trekkie and mm-hmm. I'm only a Star Wars. There's nothing, there's no in between or anything like that. But I've grown to like Star Wars more, um, more recently rather but I, I like like you said i like star trek in that it is about exploration it is about the techie i love it when we get to the a couple of the movies uh there's even an episode of P- where picard ends up flying the enterprise through an asteroid belt or something and it's how
0: mm-hmm. he does it to, mm-hmm. to
1: slingshot you know the the enterprise out of out of something when they don't have any propulsion uh you get i thought this was so flipping stupid but um (laughs) i still can't remember the the name of the movie and it has you know has riker and it's picard in this movie and it's the newer enterprise not d it's I think it's the e model and anyway they like all out of system so they says go to the manual mode and a joystick flips up for the through the podium or something i'm like (laughs) okay
2: this is just
1: dumb <laughs> I mean, I like that there's a manual. I like that, but it's only one stick. It's not even foot pedals. There's no yeah, throttle.
0: No there's wheel. no nothing. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. a
1: straight out classic Atari like Atari
0: joystick. Yeah. Exactly. That's
1: what I'm thinking of. It's an Atari joystick <laughs> and you're steering. Okay. <laughs> that
0: huge ship. Yeah.
1: That okay. And I'm I'm like, okay, that was one that should not have been thought about. But again, I I found it as dumb as it was, equally fascinating. I'll Okay, they at least thought of a manual override for, for the, the whole big ship, you know, <laughs> and that's why I like it because you got that techie in there. The how the there's been episodes where they had how the transporter actually worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went and watched that Enterprise series where it had the guy from Quantum Leap in there, and oh, I yeah. found that, and I found that really interesting again, it builds where that's supposed to be the first enterprise or ship named enterprise. So it's pre force fields and everything. So all they have mm-hmm. is the hull itself and they polarize it, which I don't know what that really does, but supposedly protects it even better. Um,
0: molecular bonded shell.
1: Yeah, really. <laughs> don't get me started. I'll talk <laughs> on that one too. But all that to say, I mean, I, I've, i appreciate Star Wars now more than I did as a kid. When mm-hmm. I was a kid, there was a few storylines here and there. There was something there, but it didn't grasp me, keep my attention like Star Trek would, because I liked gotcha. having that adventure, the the techie like you say, and all that.
0: I, I just remembered one thing that intrigued me as a kid with Star Wars. Okay. Was when we bought our Monte Carlo it was from a Ford dealership. I think I've told this before. The, the car somehow came with a Ford factory cassette, which had a, just a variety of songs, pop songs, and different things on it. And one of them was the Star Wars theme. And I remember popping in that cassette, like on road trips and stuff, and listening. But I mean, it also had like hollow notes and your rhythmics and, Eurythmics and uh, just, you know, different pop artist at the time but uh hearing the star wars theme I was like whoa what is this and right. that's I think another thing that really kick started me into that world and wanting to watch the movies was uh hearing the music and how you know John Williams has scored the top movies the box office wise of all time like ET and gosh Superman and Close encounters. And I mean, he's just, just done it all. Jaws, that, that connection. In, and even now, I've got some uh, vinyl Star Wars, uh, some 45s actually I found at Walmart just a few years ago that are the themes. And I, <laughs> I love the Mecco disco Star Wars uh, stuff too. I mean, it's just, it's crazy how uh, music can really. Too excited and you know star trek has that too you, that oh, yeah. star trek theme when you start hearing that play at the beginning of anything you're like all ready to go but yeah yeah it's it's interesting how just to go back and see how the uh both franchises have evolved over the years and and while star wars was in the movie world for the most part and now they're back around the tv and
2: mm-hmm. star trek
0: has really tried to do the movie thing but it's been more TV than than anything to build right. that. So very interesting. I think that's the question we should pose to to people for feedback is maybe not which one you like better or maybe it could be just which one you've connected with more, but you know what are what are some elements of each one that that draw you to one or the other more? or if you like both? you know, right. I'm, I'm kind of in the middle right now. I hate to be you know, not one side or the other but i feel like i have appreciated star trek a lot more after watching the movies and and even watching some of this uh, the next generation show I appreciate that world a lot more than i did when i was a kid so i'm kind of on the opposite opposite spectrum uh, as you are but i think that's what we should would uh, put out there this week
1: yeah that'd be a great topic for our listeners you know give us your idea which one do you like better or was what did it specifically do for you in the in the in your childhood? Mm-hmm. Uh, like Jason said, maybe the music connected with you, maybe the character connected with you, or 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 so forth. Toys, Again, we're, yeah, yeah, just anything that could have connected you. So, if we've jogged your memories, you could please visit us at rediscoverthe 80scom dot com and comment on our show notes, leaving us a voicemail via our Telby link, which will play on the air. You can reach us on our social media accounts as rd80s or infamouswb. Otherwise, on behalf of Jason, I'm Wyatt, and we welcome you to join us next time for another episode of Memory Jogging.